Welcome everybody to episode 12 of Omaha Talks. Can you believe that? 12. Oh my god. The big 12. The big 12. Uh, thanks for listening everybody. Today we are welcoming back... First time ever. first host, or excuse me, first guest, Jesus Christ, our first guest, Rachel Grace. Welcome to the show, Rachel. A.K.A. the guinea pig. The well, guinea pig. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome back, excuse me. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the United States. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Rachel's been be trotting here. the globe. Kind of, yeah. For a couple of days. Yeah, kind of. I just last week did a, a quick little trip to Berlin and Poland. Um, just a little jaunt. Just a little jaunt, no big deal. Four <laughs> days. The amazing thing was the plane ticket, I think, that um, that made me want to do it was uh, $300, but out of Chicago. Oh, so I had to get to Chicago. Once I did that, it was three hundred. How'd you get to Chicago? I used some miles. Yeah. I thought about taking the bus. I thought about driving. Wait, uh, only three hundred dollars to get to Berlin? Three hundred round trip Chicago to Berlin. Yeah. Was that bad? Nah. Yeah. How did you do that? Who do you know? You just have like this general really great thing called you know kayak dot com. I learned Google Flights. They pick out the calendar and then the like lowest price. So you don't really go based off airline. It's okay. off of like date and price. It's the lowest always. It's super awesome. I don't know. Kayak might be better. I'm sure there's other ones, but so I, you yeah. fly okay. What airport did you leave in Chicago? Fly out of? O'Hare. So okay. I, I had to get use my miles with Southwest to get to Midway and then I had to get between the two. Well you know what I have to ask you about O'Hare. Yeah. Did you have time? To eat at Rick Bayless's Frontera restaurant. Because that's the only reason I have ever... Every time I go to Chicago, it's... What, what's the other? Midway? I'm always at Midway. I'm like, damn it. So, I don't know what you're talking about, but the only experience I've ever had at O'Hare is when uh, I was on tour for three months. And I was finally coming home. And I got stuck overnight at the O'Hare. That's... Like, and it was the worst experience. It's like, like the shit circus, show. It was man. terrible. But that's my, like... My memory of uh, O'Hare and I—it's yeah—and I think that's the rep- forever. That's the reputation of that airport is getting stuck. Yeah, so I yeah. think you know you well, t- it's definitely a risk. And it's it's like a—I uh, haven't been there in years, but I remember being there, and I'm just like I feel like I just went through a time machine. Like I feel like I'm at Grand Central Station in a uh, 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 fucking Escape from New York movie. You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of. Raggedy Taggy. Who's the one that did uh, Breakfast Club and John Hughes? Yeah, John, like a John Hughes. Movie yeah, or some shit like, like that. Yeah, yeah, like it's just I don't know. What's this restaurant you guys are talking about? Though? <laughs> no reference. Rick Bayless um, is a chef out of Chicago, and his restaurant is uh, it's called Frontera, and it's also like a brand of salsa, and he has cooking sauces. Gotcha. And Rick Bayless is he's a character. Check him out. Um, he he. Uh, very well-groomed individual, and he specializes in Mexican food. And he used to have a show, maybe he still has it, I don't know, but he used to have a show on PBS where he would just cook specifically, like, authentic Mexican food. And Jeff and I, when we lived together, uh-huh. next door to you, we would, we, we would, like, Sunday morning, it was, like, Sunday mornings with Rick Bayless. Jesus. And, like, he would make something, and we'd sit there and watch it and drool, and then immediately go to the grocery store and make it. So have you ever flown to O'Hare... Just turn and burn, just to dine at the restaurant. No, but I think that's <laughs> yeah. Or or go to yeah. You drive to Chicago, but you go to the airport. Just to have but see, if I'm there, I want to be there long. And it's so stupid. The last time I was in Chicago, I completely forgot about it. I flew into Midway, but I was in Chicago for like four days, 
And like upon arrival, I'm looking through cookbooks and was like, "Fuck, why did?" But anyway, it's um, funny. Like the crazy shit is that any airport in the whole United States, there's just always some weird shit. Yeah, like, weird types of food. A little trademark. Also, you get like you get there at like eight in the morning and you're like eating pizza and drinking. <laughs> yeah, beer. yeah. You, you're just spending fifty dollars. Yeah. It's like a black hole. Can we talk about Cracky McGee's? Are you guys familiar with Omaha's Eppley Airfield well, on the A-Gate the, side? Okay, is that just like where it's got like bagels and it's got everything, like a little bit of everything? A little bit of everything. It's called Cracky McGee's? Yeah, yeah. it sure is. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I guess there. I never noticed it. I don't know. At Eppley, it's always just like, I feel like I'm in a post-apocalyptic. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last time I flew. It was fairly recent. I don't know where... Well, that's on the A-gate yeah. side, too, so that, that would be your Delta and some others, where B okay. is Southwest. Oh, then, so, yeah, I wouldn't have Yeah, seen. so Cracky McGee's, um, I feel like I see... You know how people tend to make sure it's known on social media that they're going somewhere? Yes. By checking in. With their shoes, know. like... Right. Laying down a, like a seed in the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just something nonchalant. Well, I've seen lately quite a few check-ins to Cracky McGee's specifically, mm. which okay. I really appreciate. Nice. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's not it's not good. We need to make that a thing, yeah. Maybe we've been sure we just have drinks. Cracky, Cracky McGee's, McGee's sounds like somebody you call somebody like that you were upset with. Like your grandpa. Be like, hey, Cracky McGee over here doesn't know <laughs> yeah. how to change the channel on the TV. Yeah. <laughs> your white grandpa. I mean, because, come on, it's a little, it's a little racy. Maybe we can find out the origin. Yeah, maybe, oh, we interview, we do an Omaha Talks live on the spot, like, asking, you know, where the name came maybe from. Maybe on the downslope of this podcast, they, that's, that's who we'll How long have you been working? 386 yeah. How long have you been working at Cracky McGee's? <laughs> right, right. So anyway, Cracky McGee's, did you eat there? No, because I was on the other side, but okay. I did uh, hit up the old, the old bar. Uh, on, the, on the B. The B side. I'm not sure what. There it's is a Polly's. I think there was a bar on both sides. I don't know, but I didn't. I guess really ever pay enough attention to what name it was. Well, I think Cracky McGee's is the bar, bar on the other yeah, side, yeah. and then oh, okay. B. I'm not sure. I'm pretty uh, sure it's Polly's. Polly's. I right. could be wrong, right. but I'm pretty sure it's Polly's. Do they got an A and W there? Love A and W. That's yeah. outside of security. Like yeah. you could yeah, go yeah, there yeah, any time. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like, there's A&W also A is delicious. Dude, it's awesome. You know, totally like diabetes type shit. But you, when they had like the drive-throughs and. I don't know if they even exist. They exist anymore, but you could get yeah, a half know. gallon of like freshly poured like A and W out of like this like spout. I don't know, Jesus. Grand Island. It was like my childhood. Yeah, diabetes like for sure. But. There was a there was a, the first A and W I ever went to was in North Platte, Nebraska. North Platte, you called on the phone. You called on the phone. Yeah. When you are ten years old That's in nineteen ninety five, and you go to a fast food restaurant, That's like and I was with my, shit. I'm with my, yeah, I'm walking up with my grandma and grandpa, and I go up to the counter, and they're like, no, 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 we no. sit down here, and <laughs> you sit down and pick up the phone. So there's a phone at each booth, and you pick up the phone mm-hmm. and put in your order, and then they like give it to the kitchen, and then you get your food. I don't know what the concept of that made it easier. I mean, just I guess you don't have to fucking. Don't have to stand. Yeah. No. Yeah. Good. Is it still around? I think so. In North Platte, I have no I idea. I don't know if it's... I mean, I it was there with, I mean, in the last 10 years. I'm sure it's still there. It's one of those things that will probably never go away. We started talking about Poland and Berlin. Now we're talking about North Platte, Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever. Don't All right. Me. So, Rachel, let's outline your trip a little bit. So, you leave the uh, metropolis that is at Airfield. Yep. Get to Chicago. 
that that would be the metropolis. And then, um, where did you land? Did you land in Berlin? I landed in Berlin nice. in their lovely Schönefeld Airport. I managed to uh, withstand the urge to immediately stop for some some rolls with delicious, you know, meat and eggs and. Because you don't eat meat. You I don't, don't eat, eat it. I don't eat meat anymore, and somehow I managed this trip without it. But you know, we can get to that in a second. <laughs> I, I thought I might cheat. Right. I didn't really, you know, feel the need to, which is great for Berlin. I think, you know, you might not have as much available to you elsewhere in Germany, but I think Berlin for sure is full of vegan people. Vegan. <laughs> that was going to be my next question is how is vegetarianism approached in that area of the world? Because it is, I mean, I don't know, maybe meat centric is too much I don't know what do you think no for sure and I think that um, I mean the first time I went to Berlin was I think 2001 maybe okay. and I was on a school trip in high school and I was like the one asshole who was like I don't eat meat oh and, really because like, yeah high school I didn't either and uh, the stuff they would serve because it was all sort of prepaid you know with right. their whatever the meal and shows so, up and the meal shows up and I remember a few times getting like sunny side up eggs <laughs> And being like, well, technically, and then everyone else had like chicken fingers, and I would be so mad. Right. Like, you know, but a lot of blue across the Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> yeah. and you're eating chicken fingers. Right. Weird. A lot has changed since then. I think just like any big city, it it's really um, accommodating to people with different sort of dietary needs and wants. And Berlin's but a pretty progressive town. Anyway, pretty darn right? progressive. Yeah. yeah. So I mean. You basically can find whatever you want, sure. but you do definitely notice like every menu has a you know veggie burger or cool. whatever. So yeah, it's like pretty. The, the uh, Americanized meals though, like I remember going to Mexico and I'm like fuck yeah, gonna get some authentic Mexican, and then everywhere it's just like chilies style because they're like you know just our stupid American catering to the white boys. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh my god, it was just insane. Like I don't know, I'm sure a lot of places are like that, but. Yeah, I want to. I want to see what it's all about. Like, what... that's so crazy to me, man. Anytime I travel, even as a little kid, and you know, I've never been averse to food of any kind. <laughs> so, but you know, you travel, and I understand certain people. They have a comfort zone. Their parents weren't like, "No, you're gonna try it." <laughs> you don't know if you don't like it until you try it. Well, I had one of those parents, and it was so beneficial. Like I remember the first time I ever ate calamari, and it was at a Japanese restaurant in Boston. And changed my life. Changed my life. And it was so weird because I was probably like uh, 10 or 11, little chubby kid from Nebraska. And like we were at like a, like a, it wasn't a Benihana, but it was a fucking Benihana, you know. It was a, it was a hibachi place. And, uh, which is incredibly cool when you're 11 years old. Yeah. Right now in Nebraska. Like I was basically like Dude, seeing. The onion volcanoes. Oh my, oh, oh my God. Yeah. I, yeah. And um, people were impressed. Like, my mom's friends were like, oh, my God, he's eating squid. Oh, my God, he ate all the squid. He ate everything, you know. And <laughs> she was like, yeah, he does. Uh, he, yeah. he eats everything. Even the ten was it the tentacles and the rings? It was just rings. Um. I take that back. There were a few tentacles, but they went light on him because it was like a Benihana. But there was. You could see a couple suction cups. And I had had it, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to eat it. But octopus is one of my favorite dishes. But That's I got good. a problem with it now. Oh. I got a problem with it. Because through my YouTubing and all my wildlife ventures, I love 
things. Is this this American Life story that they talk about? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. I'm not going to listen to it. I'm going to bring it up. Because I love Octopus too much, but they are truly hyper, hyper intelligent. Like, like, like primate intelligent, you know? And they're beautiful, you know? But, oh my God, have you guys ever had the octopus at Avali? (laughs) I've had it at Alcurant, and the the octopus at Alcurant is... Oh my God. Okay. Because it, it just cuts right through. It's oh. not tough or anything. It's oh. amazing. It's so good. Um, quick American Life, this American Life story, though. They do a whole story on this where restaurants, like your Chili's or your Applebee's that have calamari, it's actually bleached pig anuses. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. It's not yeah. calamari. Can we Snopes that up? I'm not sure. Well, there was I a mean, whole episode on it, and I, I can't remember if they proved it uh, true or false. Well, the only, the only I think rest- they did, like... Bleach. <laughs> they add some and like compared it with calamari. It was very uh, similar. How it's bleached. There's like this yeah. kind of like. Well, it's got to look like calamari. The porn aspect. Yeah. Well, hey. We'll put a link to that, that episode. On, uh, well, I the only the only restaurant I've oh my god that's so funny the only <laughs> restaurant I've ever worked at that served calamari we would get squid sure. but it was like packaged like if you go to the Asian market and buy like a package of squid yeah. it's small yeah. like slender little squid yeah or like Hero it's really, yeah. 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 really good yeah. but um, anyway Jesus well Christ. I like how in Omaha you know some outsiders might sort of scoff at our seafood selection yeah you know and okay absolutely yes, fresh right. It's not exactly, we're not the closest to the ocean. Fine, whatever. But we need it too. Yeah. And people make it happen. Yeah. You know, so here we are. I know. And, you know, what a bummer it is that, like, you know, we don't really have fresh fish. Uh, uh, freshwater fish is what I meant to say. Like, it's it's not plentiful. You know, there's Lake McConaughey. Nobody's pulling. Well, maybe they are. They're not, they're not. They're not commercially farming any kind of fish out of there. But you go five hours north to Minneapolis and eat walleye. Oh, my God. Yeah. It is so good. But, no, we're screwed. We, what are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, a future guest, David from uh, uh, Yoshitomo. Yoshitomo. Constantly posting pictures of fish that he's getting, like, straight from, like, Japanese markets. And it's the... Yeah, I mean, because you can do it like right there, but yeah, we get like twelve-hour flight, you know, fresh fish, uh, absolute fresh here in town. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> is it absolute or absolutely? No, I'm just. I know, talking. but is it, it's is absolutely, it fresh? absolutely fresh. Who also owns uh, Shucks mm-hmm. and stuff like that, so we have it. Um, yeah, and they're actually they're wholesale retailers, so they sell to restaurants as well. Yeah. 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 Plank. Have you guys been to Plank? I have. Yes. Pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I had my wife. I, she ate a raw oyster for the first time, and uh, thankfully I recorded that event. Yeah. I've never seen somebody dry and wet heave at the same time, <laughs> but it was like well, the oyster made it halfway down, and then it just kind of like lingered, <laughs> and it was, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, Missy doesn't like them either, but... And I didn't like it, so we tried them for the first time with each other. She hates it. It was an acquired thing, like, after a couple times. Now, like, last time we went to Plank, I ate, like, 15 of them. I I just love them. You like oysters, Rachel? It's for sure acquired. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. And I have not spent the time acquiring it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I kind of had a strange experience uh, when I was in high school. A friend of mine's dad, who was, like, way big into food, um, 
it was actually like the last day of school our junior year or something right before uh shit at the fan and uh uh he bought oh jesus christ i hope they didn't fall off a truck or something now that i think about this it's kind of a weird story but he bought like a bucket of oysters from the gulf because he had a buddy that worked down there was a fisherman whatever and this guy was well off like he wasn't like we we weren't sitting in the woods doing this but uh so he had all these oysters and he's like oh congratulations guys i got you got you this bucket of oysters well we go out and do some underage drinking you know and like in Grand Island, sorry Omaha Talks, brought up Grand Island one more time. In Grand Island, you couldn't exactly, as a 17-year-old, hop hop down, you know, to the diner. I mean... Seafood in Grand Island is Red Lobster. Is Red that's, Lobster, that's exactly. The, that's the extent of it. But there was really nothing to eat. We're like, well, we got all these oysters. So at the end of the night, it's 3 in the morning, and there are five dudes, 17, you know, hillbillies, just shucking oysters <laughs> and just dousing them in hot sauce and going to town. So that was my indoctrination. So it was a perfect time, Damn. perfect place. Yeah. And I didn't just eat, like, a couple. Like, we went hard yeah. on the oysters. So good. I love it. But anyway, God, we're just going all over the place. So you get to Berlin. Mm-hmm. Vegetarian options are good. What was, if you had to pinpoint your best meal, and I, I know this is a stupid question. I hate when people ask me this. What was your best meal in Berlin on this trip? Well, in general, I think because when I lived there, I was so dirt poor. Like, you know, spending three euros on something was a big deal. Did we talk about that on the last episode? Rachel lived in Berlin for a time. I think we talked about it briefly. Okay. Yeah, we might have brought it up. It's, you know, it seems like ancient history now. It was already about seven years ago. Oh, my God. Um, I was in Germany for two and a half years, and Berlin was about six months of that. So, okay, cool. I was broke, though. I couldn't really, right. like, partake in all of the culinary delights that... The metropolis has to offer but i did get to eat a lot of street food which berlin completely excels at oh. and so one thing that i ate a lot of at the time because i did eat meat was donut kebab which we have a few iterations of that here in omaha um that was one thing that i wondered if i was going to you know eat anyway right <laughs> um, and I was there like and if I, you did cheat it right, would be a donor it would which is crazy because not a currywurst. Not a currywurst. I think you, that might also be an acquired taste. I'd rather just have the sausage part than have it doused, you know, basically drowning in curry ketchup. Is that how they do it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I've never had, so. like, a proper currywurst. I didn't know if that just meant that they actually introduced curry into the sausage, but no. I don't think so. I think it's okay. just a sauce thing, which oh. is excellent. Sure. Drunk food. Like, right. I mean, it is perfect. Absolutely. It's messy. A little spice. It's, yeah, yeah. Ugh. It's so nice. But, you know. <laughs> I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It's hung- I'm hungry. It's weird. Oh. But, yeah. So, I did wind up going to, um, there in Berlin, if you go, you might search, you know, what's the best donor because there are hundreds of options and some of them are bad. Most of them are pretty good. But what's the best? One thing that always comes up is Mustafa's. It's down in, um kind of this western Kreuzberg area of town and there's always a line you might wind up waiting for two hours in line as long as that to get your kebab and so I started looking around and I had seen this line last time I was there and I was like fuck that I'm not gonna wait in this line Um, but you know it's good if people are camping out also don't want to derail too much but have you guys ever waited like in those hip 
No. I've never waited a significant amount of time for food. No. I think no. I tried to once in New York, and I was just like, ah. Well, we were in New York in June. Yeah, the, the cookie dough ice cream cones or whatever. It was like a big thing. In the oh, heavens. God. Yeah. Probably the only thing I've done in that regard didn't involve actually physically waiting, but I did one time decide that I wanted to be the owner of a proper cronut from mm, New York, right, from right, the, yeah, I think yeah. it's Dominique Ansel, I yep. think that's how you say it, bakery. The cronut. The, the guy who invented the cronut. Right. And at the time, this is some years ago, um, you had to order, like they would go on sale online three weeks before, and you had oh, to like wow, sit there refreshing it. your browser until the like ordering <laughs> opened. So I did that and I claimed six cronuts. Okay. And I went and got them, you know, three weeks later. And <laughs> oh, man. And I don't know why I'm not like that big into sweets. They were really good, but then I didn't realize, like, I don't want to eat, like, I have 24 hours to get rid of six cronuts. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. What do I yeah, do? You, you, you got to sell them already or yeah, something. Yeah, you can sell them yeah. on fucking eBay. Yeah, you can flip them around. Yeah. Buy ad space yeah. on their website. Yeah. Flip yeah. Them. It was that crazy at the time, though. Like, people were waiting for hours to get, you know, a couple cronuts. Sorry to derail, because that doesn't yeah. happen here in Omaha, at least. I mean, I don't know. Not yet. Yeah, yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, I know. Like, when we were in New York, you know, there's just always those fads where you see on facebook and people are just like freaking out over it it's such a fad i like to think part of it is the like you're with you know you're in good company yeah you're doing something that you know over yeah everybody's talking about what happened last night it's kind of a young people kind of thing to do it reminds me of that portlandia sketch where they're waiting in line for for brunch where they're waiting in line for brunch (laughs) block 16 might be the closest equivalent. You're probably right. It's always a line. There's always at least a 20 to 30 minute wait, but the food's so worth it. God damn, it's so worth it. Well, we had two recent openings of breakfast places, Early Bird and Saddle Creek Breakfast Club, and I'm pretty sure the waits at both those places get to be a little cray. You gotta race into Saddle Creek. I've I've been there three or four times. I've tried to go three times, and it did not go because it was so crazy. Well, let me know. Alright. Because I'm up the street. Alright, yeah. You know? Um... Yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. And what's what, what's awesome about it, um, not just the food, I've always had really good service. It's a cool little spot. The coffee is tremendous. Tremendous. Excellent coffee. And while you're waiting for your table, here's a cup, here's a little coffee. Boom. So you're Get like super here. cracked out by the time you, you sit down. You leave there and you have shed an entire layer of skin. You know, <laughs> your digestive tract is just like, let's go. Let's go. I mean, if you were ever going to run a marathon or like, or, or any kind of like, or move, if you were going to move, First thing you should do is go to Sour Creek Breakfast Club. It will get you cranked up and just so full. It's rich food, man. Like, it's super rich. You got an omelet there? Is that what? What did you guys have? They have a veggie. I've had the veggie omelet. It's good. Delicious. Yeah. Um, I had their, they had a brisket dish. Delicious. Um, I hear their biscuits and gravy is really good. I didn't have the biscuits and gravy when we went there the first time. If you fuck up biscuits and gravy, I mean, there's just so many different ways of doing it. Yeah, go home. Get out of there. Get out of there. Uh, the first time we went there, we're sitting at the, whatever, like the window high top bar table and who is there but Julie and Kurt. Oh. Yeah. That's so, who I went with. So, so, really? Yeah. Our friends, Julie and Kurt. Our friends, Julie and Kurt. Hello. They may have invited us that time and we had to turn them down because, <clears throat> uh, 
when uh, my wife was super pregnant, like, it's kind of a small space. <laughs> she was just like, I, I don't know, know if I'm going to fit. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, She's like, I'm moving this thing around, you know, but um, super good. And they do a great job. Like the service is excellent, man. I have, I have nothing but good things to say about that. I've not been to Early Bird yet. Uh, in yeah, fact, none, haven't of, either. none of us have. Um, so we can't, we can't speak on that, but I'm looking forward to it. You know, I love good breakfast food. I love eggs for my head. Maybe a quick switch. Legs. Uh, okay. It's a commercial. Um, the incredible out of leg. Thank you, Rachel. <laughs> um, Blackstone food. Do you guys have night owl all day, all night? <laughs> Technically all night. I don't think they open till two. Um, I know we talked about this in the first episode a little bit, but I mean, have you guys been to Sternella? Yes. It's pretty good. It Um, is pretty good. McFoster's, rest in peace. That was like, technically Blackstone, even though that was several years ago, but. Did you ever eat at McFoster's? I didn't. It was crazy because I just, I heard that, you know, it would take a few hours, (laughs) like, Reading some Maybe, reviews were like, you, you know, just not get it. don't get in there. Don't, you know, if you have uh, 40 minutes, this is not the place to go. And right. so it just like, for whatever reason, never like came up on my radar as a place to stop. And then it was gone. I guess I never had issues with time. It was more of just weird interactions with the servers. Just like awkward conversations. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, because I had an XXX girlfriend that worked there. And we had just moved to Omaha, so I had no idea. It was just a job, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what in the fuck is going on here? There was some uh, weird hippie shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm vegan, to... vegan Reuben was amazing. Vegan Reuben, what? It was a tempeh Reuben. Yeah, it was so good. It was really F. good. I'm starting to regret this. Like, yeah. I can't even picture, you know, and that's kind of a shame. But it was yeah. phenomenal. R.I.P. indeed. Yep. And they used to do a weird thing. They would have like a movie night. They had an upstairs in that building. And so like once a month they would show, you know, this is like YouTube wasn't a big thing. So Mm -hmm. it would be like some kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a, like a, a cheaply made documentary that was still good. Like they would show good documentary films. I didn't sit up in that fucking attic with people and watch these movies. That weird. But I saw yeah. the films that they show. You know, yeah. it was kind of cool. But anyway, weird It's a shit. bank now, isn't it? I think it's a, it's a Dundee bank. bank. Yeah, yeah, it's a Dundee bank in Blackstone. Maybe yeah. they should have rebranded that one. So you're in Berlin. How did you get from Berlin to Poland? And were you where were you at in Poland? So I um, decided, okay... I've only got four days, you know, in Europe. I'm not going to try to do any kind of crazy travel around because that would be silly. But um, I did kind of look at the map and think, well, I've never been to Poland somehow. And Berlin is very close to the border, only about an hour away. Sure. And I originally was going to go to just that border town there, um, which the name is escaping me. And even if I did have a map in front of me, I probably wouldn't pronounce it properly. I don't think any of our listeners (laughs) are like, it's... <laughs> hey, you know, I will say that the Polish language is like I love how it is. I just didn't really have the kind of means to really dig in. I tried to learn how to like count to ten and you know left and right and please and thank you, but I didn't you know yeah. get that far. So maybe it's next got a time, little bit more snazz to it. It's pretty it? snazzy, yeah. and it's it's good. It's a lot like a. I mean, like counting to ten is almost like the Russian numbers. Okay. But they don't use the Cyrillic alphabet. 
So, uh, you know, That's there's a lot super of interesting. It's like you have one place right next to it, Germanic language, which English is like a derivative of, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. close. Yeah. And then you have Poland, which is more Eastern European. That's almost like more Slavic. It's like they're sounding, you borrowing know. from what's kind of around. Like you sure. can kind of hear influences of different things, you know, around. Them. Sure. I also heard while I was there that they actually prefer to be uh, referred to as Central Europeans. Ah. Which is interesting, but you know. Central Europeans, because is this true? Now, I heard this a long time ago, and I don't know if there's any truth to it. Truth to it. I, my my uh, biological father's side is all Slavic, mm-hmm. 100%. I'm buried in the Bohemian Cemetery. My, <laughs> my, my biological dad's family's from Omaha. And uh, um, apparently, so like Slavs and mm-hmm. Czechs are kind of like, like maybe like there's a little hostility between... Not hostility. Maybe that's maybe a little friction. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think okay. for sure. Yeah, because I mean they were kind of forced together. Right. In Czechoslovakia, Through which was communism. Not, right, and that wasn't. You have these two ethnic groups sort of forced into a country, and I, I wish I had brushed up on my well, history I, for this. Next comment. time you show up, uh, if you would please call, call <laughs> So if you're asking me if that's true, I'm saying I think so. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, and that's I have. Um, heritage on, in that area as well. Yes, also you do. in Poland, yes. which is why so my family would um, sort of Christmas Eve is pierogies, which right. um, I found like that some people I don't know how to say this without sounding some people don't know what pierogies are. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. If you didn't grow up having them on Christmas Eve, like why right. would you know what they are? They're these wonderful um, dumplings basically made with dough on the outside and the Typical one that you might encounter is potato and cheese inside, but they can be filled with meat. They can be, you oh, know, whatever. My God, Nick, and, our previous guest, uh, he always goes to the Polish festival here in town, and he just talks. It's always like gray, a bunch of gray food, but <laughs> yeah. it's all so good. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> a lot of gravy. It's pretty yeah. monochromatic up in there. Yeah, yeah but fine. it sounds like, amazing. I almost went with them last year, but I, I haven't been. Um, I actually, I know what they are, but I've never had a. Drink. Yeah, my grandma was is. Uh, uh, she she was 100%. Well, her dad was from Luxembourg and her mom was from Germany or her grandparents, whatever. I think she was second generation immigrant. So she made pierogies. They didn't call them pierogies. They called them rolls with meat in them or whatever. It was like <laughs> yeah. that Nebraska pioneer shit. But oh yeah. my God. You chop up some ham. Oh yeah. Little tiny little cubes of ham. Wait, are we talking about pierogi or pierogies? Aren't those two different things? Are you, what are you talking about? I don't know. The bread or a dumpling? What is yours? This is a dumpling. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, oh my God, it was like, oh, it was like some of my favorite food and I would beg for it, but they were such a pain in the ass to make. My grandma was like, eh, mm-hmm. next, next I year. love you, but yeah, yeah. not that much. I love you, but uh, you got a little bit of a weight problem. Well, from what I hear, so every August um, there's the Polish festival, St. Stan's, right? I don't, I don't know. know. I think, well, I think that's the one that we're talking about. I've been to Oktoberfest at Gerda's. Which this was is fucking fantastic. Yeah, Oktoberfest at was like 122nd Center. I think that's the German American. Yeah, German American. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've been yeah. there, but I have not been to the yeah the Polish festival. To so the Polish fest, I only went once after hearing great things. It's like every August at Saint Stanislaus. We should uh, go to these. And no, it, absolutely. but I so I got there at like 5 p.m. There out of pierogies mm. like they're out of everything but even though leading up to it my understanding is like 
people make pierogies for weeks. Oh, wow. Like, they have to sit there and hand make, like, thousands of them. Oh. So get there early, I guess, is what I'm oh, I'm so early to go. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. eat lunch. Yeah, and I, I, you know, I'm disappointed in myself. I've never gone to, like, the Greek festivals here in town, and I would love to. There's there. an Italian uh, festival to uh, St. I don't remember it. Uh, Cecilia's. Ben, no. no, Ben prints the shirts for it, but I know there's apparently like this amazing like Italian festival down in Little yeah. Italy too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's um, it's the uh, oh god. There are people screaming right now. It's right on. T- I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> Italian Americans. But those sorts of things. It's oh my god. It's on 10th Street. It's. Uh, yeah. I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. There's See, a lot of festivals here. A lot of that festivals we that we to, need to go to. October probably, it doesn't end at Oktoberfest. Heck no. There's something that I just love about. I love Oktoberfest beer. I absolutely love German sausage. I I live for German sausage. <laughs> okay. And it, I do. <laughs> I do. It's, probably, it's actually like three or four times it's been brought up to the podcast. I know. <laughs> I, I really, really yeah, do. And um wow. well, I mean, you know, Rachel, before you jumped the fence. And became a vegetarian. I remember you and I would have conversations about this because we're both very food conscious and like, um, you know, I come from cattle ranchers who were all about the health of an animal and respecting it and and, and hated the meat industry for what it was turning into and feedlots. Sure. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So we would talk about stuff and I remember the one thing that we came up to it was like, ah, oh, pork. You can't give up pork. Well, it really is, from a culinary standpoint, some of the most interesting stuff. Yes. Satisfying stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. Salty, savory. You can turn it into anything. You know, you can have a... We've talked a lot about pork on the podcast. And actually, that specific topic got brought up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, We were talking about Rachel and your discussion of pork. Yeah. Pork is the one thing I, I would have a hard time giving up. Yeah. Beef, I mean, chicken... I mean, beef, I love uh, it. Chicken, it's... I mean, I, I enjoy those, but... I could be fine without, but pork. Oh my god! Ham, oh man! Pork. Oh my pastor, god! Like yeah. oh my god! All the good stuff. Oh my it's god! It's hard to eat yeah. Mexican without pastor. I will say that's been exactly. not too fun. No, you appreciate the chorizo. Get out of here. But I think you know you bring up octopus. And I know how smart they are. I, I mean, know. pigs are basically like dogs. I know. <laughs> so I know. That. I know, man. And there was one year that my grandparents had two pigs. My grandparents only always had cattle and chickens and chickens i don't know like 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 i don't want to see any animal suffer or whatever but they're 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 not intelligent you know it's it's like they're you know totally they're just not yeah they're not affectionate Fuck them. There's too many of them. Yeah, well, they say, yeah. You see those things? It just, there's like thousands of them. Yeah, I'm not trying to discount any, you know, like, I I hate animal suffering. I would never torture an animal. I think meat mills are fucking disgusting. That being said, if you got a farm and some chickens, like, yeah, next week we're going to kill a couple and we're going to eat them. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) Okay. We had two pigs one year. And uh, these pigs, uh, they were friendly. You could get in there in the pen with them. And my grandpa, I was a little kid. My grandpa was always like, don't fuck around too much with these pigs. Because if they push you down, they we'll, might eat your hand. We'll eat <laughs> yeah, like, 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 don't. And so I'd, I'd like play with fire a little bit and put my foot in the pen. Oh you know God. what I mean? And let them like, not with a shoe on. I'm so glad boot. you still have a foot. No, 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 with a boot. And yeah, they would go, they'd like gnaw on it a little bit. But they Jesus. were nice. They, they were friendly. But it, I didn't get the same feeling, you know. 
And that was just my experience. I know that people keep uh, pigs as pets and do that whole thing, and they're super cute and everything. But I got to tell you, as a little kid and very sentimental, very sensitive child, <laughs> when those when I was like, "Hey, where are the pigs?" and they're like, "Oh, you just ate a few of them this morning," and I was like, "I'm okay with that. <laughs> I am 100 okay with it." I feel like pigs that are probably bacon, incredible. Yeah, they're probably kind of like dogs too. You know, like the story of pit bulls, right? Saying, like, it's basically about your the owner of the pit bull and how Absolutely. it's being treated. So, like, you could have the sweetest pig in the world if you treat it with sweetness right. and don't make it think it's going to become... I have a very pig. weird question yeah. that we might have to edit out of this. Oh, if, you had an op- if you had an opportunity to eat human, even if it was yourself... We're not editing this out. Even <laughs> if it was yourself, like, you know, say, oh, fuck, you know, you gotta get rid of yes. my leg. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... I would yes. try it. I would one hundred percent. I would try it. And and oh my I would, god, I would. Well, I guess I'm a vegetarian. So. What what if it was you? If it was your leg. Okay, hold on. Hypothetical know. scenario. You let's guys... not talk about eating other people. <laughs> that's let's, what I'm saying. I, yeah, I'm let's not. Let's listen. not even no. Whatever. That's a life or death thing. And you're not going to do it. Try it. Who knows? Yeah, but you're going to feel bad. Yeah, no, yeah. Like you know the whole uh, Donner party. <laughs> like if something yeah. like that happens, yeah. that's a different scenario. But let's say this. The let's plane say crash, this. Let's know. say you're in um uh you're in some kind of god awful car wreck, and they're like, we're going to have to amputate your foot. But if they have to do that, wouldn't it have already been like dead for a while and kind of like? Not necessarily. Okay. We're going to be hypothetical. Right, hypothetical. <laughs> whatever. It's a but they're here. like, do you want this meat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a little bit left off the ankle. Um, like, how do they even. Okay. We don't yeah, know. Suspend the reality. So I would. Okay. I would absolutely. But I would want to be there for the preparation. You know, do you guys, do you guys like butter, eat, garlic? Yeah. People eat placenta and stuff. Holy I mean, that's shit. A, like, People that, do. And that's a big thing. And that's pretty crazy. Too. You know, and if I'm not mistaken, it's the Scots that typically make soup out of placenta. And placenta, I've seen it firsthand. You have yeah, too. Oh yeah, it's um, not, resembles yeah. haggis. Right. right. It yeah. looks well, like true. fucking that's haggis. Does, yeah. <laughs> like if you had some raw haggis next to a placenta, I don't know if I could pick yeah. one between the other. But if I can see my... Oh, fuck. Sorry, I'm on talks. We're going there. We're getting weird. If I know it's me, <laughs> if I know it's me, and it's like a nice little chunk, you know, maybe some ankle meat, maybe a little asabuco off my ankle. Some you braise, know. maybe sous vide. Yeah, I want the yeah. bone marrow. Yeah. I want the bone marrow. Okay. I want to eat my own bone marrow because bone marrow is delicious. Wouldn't that make you kind of crazy, though? Isn't that what they say? Like... We'll find out. I mean, uh, what is it's just yeah. protein and tissue? It's. I mean, what what's it gonna do? Yeah, it makes you crazy because you love it. Oh. And then you you're just like one more slice, <laughs> and then it turns into the road. Do you guys ever see that movie? I oh Jesus Christ! I don't know. What, I just always you... thought that, and we, you know, it's really funny too. Like my my daughter somehow brought it up like out of nowhere, like a couple months ago too, and I was just like, no, oh, yeah, point. I yeah. Don't know. I'd probably try. I would try it definitely if it's me. I mean, life or sure. death, absolutely. Oh, life if or I'm death. I'm freezing on a sure. mountain. Yeah, like and the soccer team that like crashed in the yeah the Alps or whatever. Yeah, like, sorry. Yeah. We're goodbye. Sorry, I'm eating this. Coach Robbie. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting you're getting yeah. your brisket, baby. But uh, well, maybe we should talk about the format that this takes because I feel like when you think about cannibalism, it's like always this like gross looking like steak. Yeah. But shouldn't it could also be like a pizza topping. Yeah. Or a taco. Sorry. Maybe some prosciutto. <laughs> Put in a pot. I just a want a thin pot, slice. You know? Just yeah. fall off the bone. I'm gonna wrap it up in a leaf. 
So I didn't eat any meat in Germany. <laughs> also, no humans. No so humans. also, we know that Parker and I are weird as fuck and would totally eat ourselves. I think there's many up. people that would have the same. Yeah. I, I do. Just out of curiosity, what was your best meal in Poland? So I went on it. It was a total... 20 minutes later. It was a pierogi <laughs> pilgrimage, I will call it. Oh. Which was, you know, dorky very much. But I did look up, um, you know, best pierogies in Poznan, which is where I was. And um, there's a little cafe. I had to walk about a half hour to get there. I could have taken the tram, but decided to Did you stay at a hostel? To walk. I actually, this was just a day trip. Oh, It's only cool. two and a half hours from Berlin, so I just got up really early. Um, you know, got there by noon, and was back by, you know, 11 p.m. or whatever. Sweet. Um... Because I, you know, like I said, I didn't, I hadn't put in the time to like learning too much about the language or anything. And I just felt like, let's check it out. Verdict is absolutely want to go back. Can't wait to go back. But the pierogies were, I mean, they had ones with like fava beans and cabbage and all kinds oh, of stuff. God. I just went with the traditional ruski, the potato and, um, and cheese baked version. Okay. So these babies are kind of big. Um, just excellent. I mean, absolutely oh. best pierogies I've ever little, had. Like, it was so good. I've only known of them to be stuffed with potato. I mean, I know they're yeah. stuffed with other stuff, but yeah. potato and cheese is like... Ham is all I've had. That was all my, my grandma would make. Um, God, and that, that was, sounds so good. It was the best. You know, what would be harder to give up? If you had to give up rice or bread? <laughs> mm, shit. I, I think bread would be harder. I mean, bread is just more prevalent in, like... Oh, everywhere. Yeah. I'm not a big bread person. Like, I don't have to have it with a meal. I don't, like, eat sandwiches. I'd rather just eat the... the oh, I love But I do bread, love bread. I do love bread, though. Like so. a fresh bake... A fresh baked bread of any fucking kind. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Sourdough, I wheat... I think bread, for sure, would be harder, It's though. Oh, it's so good. And it acts as a vehicle. Right? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. a vehicle for you sure. For stuff. Oh. stuff on it, put it in between it. And oh. it is really yeah. prevalent in these areas of the world. I mean, you know, and it's so good. It's it's stuff that, you know, you eat it that day because the next day it's stale because it doesn't have much right. shit in it, right? Right. So. Bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about drinks? Did you drink much while you were there? Is it like. I had a few drinks, yeah. Um, <laughs> I had I, I partook in some Berlin kind of craft beer stuff, which was good. I had what are like they an doing? IPA what's like and a, a, well, what's like a cocktail there? Like, yeah, that, that's a great question. Like, what's what's the booze scene like in in Berlin, Germany, right now? My take on it is it's still pretty beer heavy, but um, in general, in Germany and I think in Europe in general, there's a um, like for example in, in Poland, I went to a craft beer bar. Okay, um, they're kind of taking a cue from the good old U.S. of A. I mean, or gosh, I don't know water. what they would say, but I mean, there's definitely a cropping up of a lot more craft places where sure. for a long, long time, no, that wasn't really like... And, and when I you think, say long, long time, yeah. we're literally talking hundreds of fucking well, years. Well, in Germany, there's still the purity law, right? So like you still can't put weird shit in your beer. Right. Um, but, you know, there are, I guess, ways around that, different yeast that you use and so on. Um, but, you know, and a lot of people still just drink Beck's. Mm. You know, yeah. and, and stuff like that. I like and, the good Bex. I mean, you know, you like the green bottle beers. I do. Um, Bex is definitely just okay in my book, but I drink yeah. it anyway because, you know, when I first moved there, I didn't want to, like, stand out. When you I, know? Um, oh, since so yeah. 1664, right. maybe a little uh, Pilsner yeah. or Kel. Yeah. Get out of here. I love it. 
So it's pretty beer heavy, and there, you know, you can get, you might have a schnapps, you might have a, a long drink, which is kind of the word for, for um, a cocktail? for like a gin and tonic or, oh, okay. a, or a rum and coke or whatever. A long drink. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think that there are more sort of craft cocktail-y things. Schnapps makes sense, though. Um, but so in Berlin, there's a shot called the Mexicana, okay. which is... Um, Basically, more or less like a Bloody Mary in a shot form. Okay. Um, really nice. So okay. I had a couple of those. So uh, vodka, some tomato juice. Like. Maybe a little. Yeah. Does hot sauce exist in Berlin? Uh, it's not as prevalent. I'm not. It's not. I mean, yeah, I think there's got to be some hot yeah. sauce in there. It's a little spicy. It's got some horseradish, I think. Ooh. It's sort of got this flex. So, someone told me to put Old Bay. Yeah. In a put what? Old Bay. Like the spice that you put on the fish? You don't know Old Bay? Oh, Old Bay. Oh, oh my God. I was yeah. mishearing you. Yeah, I was no, hearing Old Bay. No. no. <laughs> I was like, old is that a... Bay. Okay. But that sure. sounds like really yeah, good. Yeah, a little salt. Yeah. A little seasoning. Fuck. And I think... I need that... a Bloody Mary right now. <laughs> well, that God, is horseradish really... Horseradish and a Bloody Mary. Oh, man. Oh. It's great as a shot because when you don't want to commit to the whole, like, right. gut-wrenching... The heartburn. Of, the heartburn. You know, oh. you're just having a little bit. And it kind of perks you up. And, you know, I think they're onto something there. I definitely recommend the Mexicana if you're in Berlin. Um, so I did a little of that. Is there, is there a shot culture there? I mean, does that happen? A little bit, but it's not like here now yeah. where, you know, you're doing your Boilermaker and you're, you know, like, yeah. Well, like in um, our episode with uh, Chris Mockmuller, which you can access on our website, omahatalks.co, uh, we talked a lot about Rumplemans. And um, it's so interesting to me that, like, that is a purely American... Like, you couldn't drink a high-octane beer and have a shot of Rumplemans. Well, maybe you could if you're a Viking. You know? Like, it just... it, It, like... You it's couldn't excessive. do it. It's excessive. It is excessive. And then after that episode, I want to. Mock made us all take shots of. He made us. He oh. held us down, tipped oh, our heads back, <laughs> and poured two ounces of Rumplemans down our gullets. Oh my God, that was a long Saturday. Have you guys ever been to Minnesota? Yeah. So the picklebacks? Have you guys ever had that too? No. So like picklebacks was like pickle juice. With and whiskey. Also they have a, well, they also have a thing like if you get a PBR, you get like a shot of whiskey. It's like a, I don't know, it's a Minnesota thing. Okay. It should be like across the world. It should be. I, I, I had a period, it was like dating a girl that was all about pickle juice with the whiskey. I was like, this is good, but I love salt. Yeah. And pickle juice is just salt and vinegar with some old cucumber. Yeah. (laughs) Love pickles. Love them. Love them. I do too. Pickles and sausage. Oh God. God. The good stuff. Have you guys ever had like a. Like, even the funkier pickled stuff, like pickled green beans and, like, pickled garlic or pickled jalapeno. Oh, oh, pickled eggs. Ben Allen. Bringing up Ben Allen again. A lot of reoccurring themes on this podcast. Pickled uh, Pickled Elkhart. Oh, Elkhart. Rachel, Mm. I'm telling you. That sounds, yeah. If you, no, I know. No, I know. It sounds ridiculous. Do you really think that's going to be my segue back into eating meat? I (laughs) I think that if you have a cheat... Because, number one, it was an animal that he killed himself that okay. was very happy and roaming free, did not <laughs> die in fear in its own feces. Number two, he cut the heart out, I'm pretty sure, immediately. <laughs> and after he took a bite, he pickled it right away. <laughs> it, was, it was so 
good. And then that made me interested in more like pickled meats. Like um, I know Norwegians are all about the pickled fish, uh-huh. which I've never tried before, but I've always wanted to. Like I think that would be good. You know, not to like oh Anthony Bourdain or what have you, but watching a show like don't knock it till you try it. Like, That's I'm what I'm all saying. About it. Like I'm, I'm I will try everything. Like wife Missy super skeptical of a lot of stuff, but I'm like I'll try it at least once. I will typically. I love it. Um, you know, like the when you get pho and it's got like the stomach lining, tripe. tripe and stuff. That stuff, it's more of a texture thing. Like yeah. the flavor, it's not weird. I just don't like chewing. You know, same guy. Over the guy that bought us a bucket of oysters from the Gulf <laughs> that fucking fell off a boat or something. Yeah. Um, he he was a big food guy, and he gave me. Uh, tripe for the first time and it was cooked in like uh, it was a, a, a Laotian recipe fell in love see maybe if it's a sauce well no and I was younger you know what sure. I mean like so I didn't have all this like built up it was just like oh try anything and then it was good so like if I get a tripe taco or whatever I don't have that well, yeah. that's, that's totally my association, it. my frame of reference that's it as well I mean if you're young enough trying these things yeah then it will be Normal, yeah. I think yeah. I I grew up eating pretty pretty plain stuff. Oh, so sure. same and same so same. you know I do my best to branch out, but I mean if you're served something, younger. it probably wasn't until my twenties that I ventured into like I fucking I hated tomatoes, beans, all that stuff up until wow. like my twenties. Like, and then yeah, I don't know your palate changes, but I'm, but like sauce and what it's cooked in plays a big part in it too. Salt, pepper, little lemon. Like, my mom never seasoned <laughs> anything garlic. or, like, wasn't big into well, that's, sauces. Well, that's Central Nebraska cooking, man. But, like, yeah. you know, like, Missy just loves, you know, salsas and sauces yeah. and all these different things. And I'm just like, this is, like, mind-blowing. Like, yeah. I can eggs, but I can put hot sauce on You know, it's kind of crazy stuff. that immigrant mentality, and I guess, you know, my grandparents were cattle ranchers, so we ate a lot of the cow, you know. And every time you have a branding... Uh, which probably sounds barbaric to a lot of people, but it's still practice. You brand cattle. Um, people steal cattle. They're fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you do that, you castrate every male calf. Now, when you're a teeny tiny little kid, like four and five, your first job at brandings is to carry around the bucket and you just go from calf to calf and they castrate on the spot and you are the bucket boy. So that was my first job. Whoa! Yeah, so you have a bucket, like an ice cream, like a gallon ice cream. I never told you this before. No. Yeah, you have like a gallon uh, uh, ice cream, like a blue blue bunny ice cream bucket. Carry on. With the handle on it. Yeah. yeah. Carry on. And you just have like some uh, cold water in it. And you just go around from bucket to bucket and collect all the uh, testicles. Because they castrate, vaccinate, and brand all at once, right? So that was my job. So then, I know it sounds crazy, right? So then you have to, your second job, because everybody's got a job, everybody has a purpose in this process. It's a big deal. It's like, we're talking hundreds of calves. It's an an all day, sometimes two day thing. So then you take, um, you get your first pocket knife and you have to clean the testicles. And what this involves is you, you pull it back and you slice the membrane open and then you slice another membrane Jesus and then pull that out and you put that in there. Then you take your, we call them calf fries, which everybody, that's what they're known. Like you've heard of Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah. Nobody says that. 
that's just what they tell you to get you to eat it at the restaurant. <laughs> Nobody says it's it's bull fries and calf fries. So what it is is it's just like this. Speaking almost, of festivals, they have those in Grand Island. There we go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, but then you fry them in a little bit of butter, and, like, and maybe bread them, maybe egg, flour them. Well, that would help, right wouldn't it? It's popcorn chicken. The closest thing I can tell you it tastes like, popcorn chicken. Is there hmm. hot sauce or ketchup involved? Not in that I mean, house. It, 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 <laughs> I mean, really, maybe. To me, it's a texture thing. I mean, it, if it tastes like something else, if it's not like overly chewy, no, 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 it was like popcorn chicken. It was like a little, like a little tiny little chicken nugget. It's crazy, man. Like telling the story in your faces, yeah. <laughs> you know, and this is just every yeah, summer. Yeah. You should see Rachel's faces. Just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at the ground yeah. at this point. <laughs> well, I'm like, well, I guess if there's enough ranch dressing on it, <laughs> yeah. like, I guess. No, Heinz 57 sauce was the condiment of choice in our, in our, in our I like house. 57. Yeah. Yeah. Good old school Heinz 57. Maybe what about a brain? Wor- Isn't brain sure. supposed to be really? Like, brain is a big thing. But it's yeah. really like melty, like. Yeah, it's really thing. soft, and it's it's a pain in the ass to cook. Like you would only cook calf brain if the calf had been killed. You just you didn't kill calves because that was money. Mm-hmm. So if if something bad had happened outside of it getting sick, then maybe you do that. I never eat calf brains, but my grandma would talk about it. Like she, like her dad would make it, this and is he some would Nebraska eat. shit. Yeah, some Western Nebraska cowboy yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, and, isn't it better to eat those parts than to just absolutely not? Yeah, and if it's not a sick animal, like you know, it's just like when well, you eat a brain, you just get more, you get smarter, and it's just like, <laughs> you absorb its <laughs> yeah, soul. Yeah, you just absorb. Like. No, the first time I ever had sweetbreads was at La Bouvette, and it was thymus gland. Think of it. Yeah, it would have been a cow. Yeah, it's not a lot going on there. There's not. A, it's just, have you ever had sweetbreads? Aren't those usually kind of breaded too? Yeah, they're totally yeah. breaded. I yeah. mean, it's just like soft tissue. It's it's. Yeah. There's just not a lot to it, you know. I'm getting all dressed about brain, and I asked if you guys would eat yourself about putting that together. <laughs> Dude, you know what scene I was thinking of when you were asking me that question, and I always think about it. Did you guys ever see that movie Hannibal? It was like the second Silence of the Lambs. No, I think from a Tells from the Crypt episode where he had a diner. Tells from the Crypt. Did you oh shit! That? You had the DVDs. Diner. Yeah, but I yeah. think I watched it as a kid. Like I like watched HBO. But you had the Tales from the Crypt I did, DVDs. I did. Yeah. But there was an episode where he had like a diner and he was like killing these people and, and, feeding, and, it to and the feeding it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the age old Sweeney Todd yeah. fucking tale. Yeah. But the, the the last scene. Spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen Hannibal. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Ray, no, no, no. Vince Vaughn. He's in that. Yeah. Jesus. And Julianne Moore, and uh, Hannibal Lecter, Anthony Hopkins. He catches him, and he has numbed Vince Vaughn, and he's like tranked him up, and he cuts the top of his skull off, and they're all sitting down at a dinner table, and he starts cutting pieces of his brain out and putting them on a hot plate. And then feed them to him. I was just like, "Holy shit!" I don't know, man. It's kind of and so. Anytime we like this conversation has come up, which it has a couple times in my life, you know, like would you eat human flesh? Like I reference that. I'm just like, ah. Mine goes that tells the crypt episode. I feel like this should be the Halloween podcast. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. This is the Treehouse of Horror Omaha talks. Yeah. Oh my god. So. I had a... No, No, go, go. Well, I just wanted to close that off by saying that if you are in uh, Berlin and you don't want to wait two hours in line, 
for the best donor in town. You can go there are places. There's one um, kind of up a couple miles away that I think it's like the brother of the guy. Okay. With the, you know, two hour wait started a place. It's the Stoysage controversy yeah, in yeah, Berlin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. The Sausage and Brothers. So I had what's known as a gemüse kebab or vegetable kebab. So basically, in place of meat. They do. It's like peppers and potatoes, oh. kind of sautéed, oh. and then still with like the lettuce and the seasonings and the you know. Is it encased? And the sauces and it's 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 in uh. Kebabs are more like forms into like right. Well, in this case, it's just um, it's all these things. If you can imagine Amsterdam here mm-hmm. in town, it's that type of bread. It's like the triangle shaped bread. Yeah. Almost. Thin toast. Um, like a pita. Toasted. Yeah. With this stuff kind of stuffed inside with like three different sauces. See, that sounds delicious. And yeah. Oh yeah. And the potatoes provide like this sort of like chewiness that is almost like a meat mm-hmm. kind of, you know, feel. And it was the best thing that I ate the entire time. Oh, man. Sure. Oh, so no human damn. flesh or cow brain involved. <laughs> or testicles. Yeah. Or testicles. But, you know, hey, whatever you want to do. Hey, do you, you know, it's, it's a big, yeah. wide world out there. Yeah. Well, uh, Rachel, I want to thank you again for coming back to the podcast. You helped us kick this thing off. So it's nice to have you back and regroup. It's yeah. like watching her children grow up. She's like, yeah, the first guest. I know. Like, now we're all... On top of it and not stumbling or anything. <laughs> well, we think we are. Well, yeah. Touche. Touche. <laughs> You're no. doing a great job, guys. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody listening. Um, I don't want to harp on this or sound sleazy, but uh, we do have a Patreon account going. And if you're somebody that listens to this podcast and you want to help us buy better snacks, better beer for our guests. Who, once uh, again, she provided her own beer this She time, did, so. once again. Yeah. Brought better beer than Brandon and I were drinking. So... Yeah, if you want to throw us a couple pennies, reach out and do it. You know, we thank you for it. We Patreon, do Patreon.com backslash Omaha Talks. Patreon.com backslash Omaha Talks. And we do... A dollar, five dollars, you know, we got... Anything. T- a tier thing. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Change jar. Change yeah. jar. And uh, we do have some merch on the way, so stay tuned for that. Keep checking into omahatalks.co. And uh, thanks again, Omaha Talkers. Brandon, you got anything else? Uh, we're tentatively interviewing uh, David Otterback from Yoshitomo next week, um, yeah. and then Hutch the week after that, so we've got some stuff lined up. So if uh, you like fish, you like furniture, Rachel, what do you got? Go Eagles. Oh. Oh, it is Super Bowl Sunday. Honestly, I am so disconnected and know nothing about sports. I didn't even know who's playing. I just so. sounded like Barry Goldberg. Yeah. I don't know when this will air, but uh, my hometown is pretty uh, intense today of Philadelphia. You know, I'm just going to say this. I'm, I don't follow uh, uh, football at all. I don't want the Patriots to win. Alright. They've won too many times. Too many times. I don't want them to win either. Yeah, yeah. So also, go Philly. Yeah. <laughs> Kill them. Destroy Hashtag the Patriots. Underdog. Yes. Cheese yes. Yes. Fly, yeah. Eagles, fly. Yeah. Rub that cheese stick right in their fucking Patriot face. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Get him. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Well, this has been fun. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next time.